Welcome to the Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports, a podcast based around discussions and debates about recent football, basketball, baseball, and MMA events. Now, here's your host, Nate Dog. And we are back to the Pound Perspective with my boy, co-host, Red. How we doing, brother? I'm good, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, if, if you're watching on YouTube, you just you just got to see Red uh, in his full, in his full glory. He's he's obviously amped to be back uh, this week, my man. Huh? You know, it, it, you missed a lot last week, and then we missed we, we got to see everything this week. So, hey, let me know how you're feeling about this NFL season, my man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> I love it. All right, that's a hell of a start. Ethan's bringing <laughs> Ethan's bringing the energy today, man. And uh, let, let's get this thing going. I think we got to just. Hey, yeah. you know what I got? You know what I got? Uh, that my beautiful wife made me, oh. and I got hanging beside my laptop. Let's see. Oh, more energy! All right, all right. It's a picture of more energy for the people. Oh, talk faster! Hey, I, 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 I'm prepared, man. Hey, you got you got a coach over here. I, I need some. I need some a person like that to to, to coach me up, man. I'm just saying, man, I'm about that shit. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> all right. All right. You heard it here first from Red. <laughs> He's about that shit. All right. Let's talk some NFL, I guess, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Another great week of football. Another great oh, week. yeah. Another great week of football, man. And we are, hey, we're, what is it, week, week six now? I mean, good God. I mean, we're going into week six. This is crazy. Five weeks down. I mean, a lot of bad teams, a lot of good teams. Hey, like you said, we've seen some some really bad quarterback play. We've seen some we've seen some really good quarterback play. Hey, we've seen some guys that are getting run out, run out of the building, maybe sticking around. They might be sticking around. This first team, this first team, Justin Fields, looks like an MVP candidate when he beats down the Commanders, who, let alone, have very been playing very under expectations. I mean, no one thought they would be the best, but not. Not losing to the Bears bad. And, hey, the Bears look good. The Bears look good. Hey, Red, I'm gonna send, yeah. let me send this to you, my man. Was that a more impressive win for the Bears or just more disappointing for the Commanders, man? I mean, I, I think it's more impressive for the Bears. I mean, I like, what were the Commanders doing this season, man? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're in a division with the Eagles in Dallas. Like, I don't think that. People really expected them to be like a hot playoff team. Mm. So, I mean, they still have a coach who's not going to be there next year. I just don't see how. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, the Bears, like, I don't know. This is just, this is one of them games that, like, I don't think people should make too much out of this game. Like, it's just some games, you know, is like, it just feels weird. And I don't want to, I don't want to take anything away from the Bears, but it's just like, do it against somebody besides who was it last week? The Broncos yep. and the Commanders. Like, do it against not even a, a good defense. Do it against like you know, <laughs> <Some> Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It, it was a. Uh, it was. I, I I kind of agree with you, but I gotta be honest, man. Losing to the Bears, it's pretty. That's pretty bad in that fashion. You got beat down. You know that was that was not yeah. some field goal win. Justin Fields. Had three picks and he somehow lost. It, it was he cooked you up all night. DJ Moore cooked you up 
all night. I gotta be honest. I think this is a more disappointing loss for the Commanders. Like you said, though, Commanders they they weren't coming out here, you know, trying to win a Super Bowl. No one said that. No one thought Sam Howell would be this MVP candidate. And I'm 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 with you on this whole. Which which a I I'm not gonna say he's like good, but Sam Howell's better than oh yeah a handful of quarterbacks in the league, bro. Dude, no, he's 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 impressed. Like he's showing that. I mean, he's a he's a top thirty two quarterback without a doubt. And he's a starter in this league for right now. But I'm with you, though. Like, hey, Ron Rivera, he's out. He's lost his fastball. This is Eric Bieniemy's team next year. He will be the head coach of the squad next year. And that's that's the God's honest truth. But when it comes to the Bears, I love seeing this, man. They they look like they're actually trying to win a freaking football game for once. You know, first play, they throw a freaking bomb. And then later in that drive, they throw a bomb to DJ Moore, and it works out, and they get a touchdown, and he goes off for 49 points, and he was sitting on my damn bench on one of my fantasy leagues. <laughs> uh, still one, still one, and so we're still here. But, yeah, I, I got – for me, it's more more disappointing just because the Kim Manders, they were not trying to – they're not – they should be losing to the freaking Bears with that defensive line. Yeah. You know, Eric B. Enemy's there. And Ron Rivera, he's been to Super Bowls, man. And like you, we've said, I mean, he's definitely not what he, the coach he once was. But losing to the Bears, that team was literally on death's door. And now people are talking about, hey, they might, they might be turning their season around. I don't know, Chicago's back? Question <laughs> mark. I don't know about all that, but I gotta be honest. For me, Commanders lost. I don't know how the hell that happens, man. I got you. Yeah. So hey, hey. Let's talk. Let's talk about another team that has been really, really bad this week, this year, this year. It's not been one week. It's it's been this year. Hey, this quarterback, Mac Jones, he is tied with Tom Brady for the most for the most pick sixes as a Patriot with four, and Tom Brady was there for what fifteen freaking years. Wait, hold on. I think the bro, that's just at Gillette Stadium. Okay. All right, look at that. Like, that's even worse. <laughs> okay. Just think about how many home games Tom Brady played. <laughs> and Mac Jones has only been there for, what, three, four years? <laughs> yeah, this oh, – man. Oh. Hey, They're just – Repping, though? Hey, we repping. Saints got the dub, but I ain't going to – Oh, yeah. I'll start us off here. They shut them out, but, hey, let's be honest. I'm happy for the win. I'm happy for my Saints. We finally look good. Offensively, we're scoring. But the Patriots, they stink. They are terrible. They are not good at football. Mac Jones, don't know what's wrong with him. I didn't think he would be this bad in the league. I never was yeah. like, this guy's going to be some superstar quarterback that's going to – you know, I just thought he'd be competent. He's not been that. Like, he had some really bad moments. And the Saints defense, no one take anything away from my team. Saints defense played great. And they're going to make a lot of, you know, younger – quarterbacks with a weird, not great offensive system look like that. Like they're gonna win matchups because of their defense simply just being so dominant. But that was an embarrassing performance. Like that was bad. And and I just it comes down to me where it it just feels like this Patriots thing is over. Like and Bill's no longer the best coach in the league. No one would say that he is. And for me it's like What's next? Because this team's not going to be the worst team in the league because it's the Patriots, and Bill's not going to let this team go 1-16. That's just not going to happen, I don't think. And then are you going to win enough games where you get yourself out of a good quarterback, like a 
like a, obviously Caleb Williams going first, but you know, are you going to miss out on a Michael Penix, a Drake, Drake, uh, Drake May? Are you going to miss out on these guys and have to, you know, sit back into that tenth, fifteenth pick again and hope you land a guy like a, you've drafted Mac Jones at fifteen? Is that what we're going to do again? For me, I don't know where this team's heading, and it feels like Bill's at, his time's up, and he might be over and staying his welcome. I don't know what happens with the Patriots. I don't know what's wrong with the Patriots as a whole. Like, I thought the defense was good, and the defense was not good. Like, they, the Saints' offense is no – we're not we're not putting up 40 every – we're not putting up 34 every week. This is the most points we put up all season. And the Patriots, it looked, it looked easy for us. Alvin looked great, repping him. Alvin looked great running the ball. He looks healthy. That's a big sign. Kendra Miller, he's a good, good little running back, too. I think he's going to be the running back, too, even when Jamal's back. So – Little rookie running back out of TCU. For me, don't want to take anything away from my Saints. We look great. I'm happy with the win. Three and two. We're right back in this division race. Obviously, it's only four, five games of the season. Everyone's pretty much still in it. But the Patriots are bad. Can't look too much into this win for the Saints. And I have no idea what's going on in New England. Started off with a hot take, man. Mm. I take Zach Wilson over Mac Jones right now. Ooh. If if you told me straight up, mm. Mac Jones for Zach Wilson in a trade, why would you not take the dude who at least has arm talent? They, yeah, because Mac Jones don't got none. And, you know, man, look, this might be another hot take. Bill Belichick, is he going to be the next coach of the Chargers? Ooh. Ooh. I feel like, dude, I don't think Bill's done. I think he, he's got about – like 26 wins or something until he beats Don Shula's record. Yeah, I think he's going for the record, man. He's going to go for that, 100%. But, you know, I was listening to a podcast, and they were making a point, like, are you going to stick around for six years to try to get that record? Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. or go to a good team, maybe, where you could probably do it in three. Mm. Like, you know, you get nine wins a year. This That's pretty doable in three years. I just, I don't know, man. They, I mean, they get rid of freaking Jacoby Myers, bring in Juju, who hasn't done anything. <laughs> anything. And, I mean, Jacoby Myers has looked very solid for hey, the Raiders. I was about to say, he was cooking on Monday night, man. Their best player on offense is Ramondre Stevenson, who I liked a lot going into the year. I mean, I put took him in, I have like six fantasy teams. I took him in like five of them. And he hasn't done shit. Mm. Like, and it's not all the offensive line, it's just, I don't know, man. It just feels like they don't have any gas in the tank. And just, I don't think it's all on Mac, but, like, Mac hasn't gotten any better since his rookie year. He's gotten worse. It's like, statistically. And I I do think he's gotten worse, but, like, I don't think he's gotten that much worse. I think it was just, like, he's the type of dude that, like, okay, if he was on the 49ers right now, they'd probably be 4-1, and and he'd have decent stats. But, like, Oh, he cannot oh. do anything. Are you a Dan? Wasn't. Are you a Dan Orlovsky believer? Did you Did you hear his take on that? No, nah, man. He, what do you say? He said Mac Jones would be putting up the same numbers and and would be in the MVP conversation if, if he was on the 49ers. That no. See, no. Dan Orlovsky needs to run out of the back of the end zone and hit his head on the. My bad. Hit his head on the upright or something, bro. That's ridiculous. But no, I don't know, man. I mean. I don't think Mac is as bad as people are saying, but like, that is just—he's not. 
he's not doing himself any favors. And like we were saying, they just don't have anything, it feels like. And then you lose Matthew Judon and Christian Gonzalez, like, mm. it's two best defensive players right there. So it's it ain't going to get better anytime soon. Nope, it's not. It's really not. And we don't have the answers because it, it's it's hard to see the Patriots bad. Like, I hell, Tom came out. I think he, was, he came out on his little podcast that he does. And was talking about how, you know, being away from the game, he, he's he got, like, this different perspective now. Like, what all goes into winning? And, like, it's like how he talks is, like, he realizes how, like, insane what he did in his career, and especially at the Patriots. Like, literally being good for, like, literally, what, 12, 13, 14, 15 years of just literally being at least good? I mean, 20 years, yeah, really. literally. Just always good, and then there's some years in there that you were the like you were the dynasty, and like we'll never. I don't think we'll ever see anything quite like that again. Like the, what the Chiefs are doing, like they're on the they're on the beginning stages of it, and with Patrick Mahomes, anything is possible. Yes, they will always be in the picture, but like like how Tom talked about it, I think Bill's also going to be like if he ever left the Patriots or whenever he retires, he's going to be like what we did was insane and. It's, I mean, it, especially when you put those kind of expectations on a city, like they expect Super Bowls every year after that. Now, like, sorry, it doesn't matter who our quarterback is. You're the best. You're the best coach of all time. We should be winning all these games, but I have no idea what's going on over there, man. They just, I just feel like next season they gotta just kind of start over. I think they blow it up. I do too. I think this is Bills last year, at least as a Patriot. I kind of agree. I just don't think he'll quit either. It's, I, just, I, I have a hard time believing he'll retire. It's Bill Belichick. You feel like he'll die before he retires, you know? But, you know. Hey, man, maybe maybe they draft Quinn Ewers, you know, late round. Maybe they sign old Tannehill. He's kind of a like bridge guy, something like that. They mm-hmm. go, like, 7-10 and 10 next year mm-hmm. with, you know, I don't know, Kellen Moore as the head coach or some shit. I don't know. Hey, not to get a little too ahead, but, I mean, say – if the Cowboys were to move on from a Dak Prescott, I mean, who's to say he wasn't to go to maybe a, a Dallas? I mean, a, to a, a Patriots or something. Yeah, I mean, dude, Dak isn't top eight, top ten, but he's better than Mac Jones. He's better like, than Mac. Yes, yes, he is better than Mac Jones. <laughs> like, yeah, I just they they just kind of need to pull the plug. It feels like. Yeah, we'll see what happens at the end of this season. Let's go out to one of the best teams in the entire football league, the National football league the dolphins beat down on one of the worst football and actually might be the worst the worst football team in the national football league they beat down on the giants absolutely slaughtered them there was actually a moment in there you know two of those the pick six what the heck's going on you know i mean it wasn't to his fault got tipped or whatever but simple enough read him and send this to you what the hell is going on out there in new york right now i'm not talking about the jets i'm talking about these these, the big blue what's going on with the giants man well, I mean, I just think that, honestly, I think that last year, I don't want to say it was a fluke, but I think it was kind of just new coach, new energy, the right system. Daniel Jones produced. Well, if someone produces in one certain offense, and it's the first time they've ever really produced, I don't know why that, you know, and, I mean, at the time, like, I defended it. And I'm not, like, completely going back on it. But, like, 
it just feels like they gave him the contract too early. Mm. They maybe paid Saquon like a little too much. I mean, he's hurt again. Like, and then they really like Darren. I mean, I like Darren Waller, man, but is trading for a trading a third round pick for a thirty one year old tight end gonna be like? If that's your difference maker, then like, I just don't. You know what I mean? Like, if if the Jaguars were like. Oh man, our big move of the off season was we traded for Pat Fryermuth. Like, it's like okay, y'all might be a little better, but like, is that really what you're hanging your hat on? Mm. It just kind of feels like they got a little too themselves and thought like, oh, we're here, and it's like, man, you're closer to the Commanders in that division than you are the Eagles and the Cowboys. Like, you know what I mean? It's, and I don't mean that they still. You know, I don't I don't think they're the worst team, um, but like they're definitely a lot worse than they were last year and that defense is awful. It's awful. It's so bad. I mean it's And not to mention the offensive line is horrible. I don't like I don't dislike Daniel Jones, but like I don't think he's that good, but man, that offensive line, like, he couldn't do anything. Uh, I mean that's that's one of the biggest points I gotta make. This is I think this is year 10 of their offensive line rebuild since those Super Bowl days. Like, this is <laughs> this is not something that's not been, like, everyone's known about it, especially Giants fans. I hear about it on the internet. Like, this is not, like, a new thing. They've had these offensive line problems for years. Like, last year, they had these offensive line problems. They just kind of disguised it, like you said, with with the new system. They did a lot of chipping, a lot of big, a lot of getting the ball out quick. quick. Big, big, massive sets, extra blockers, none of that this year. And you're seeing – you're seeing it. It's 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 bad, and and a lot of these power rankings have them as 32, 31, 30. And I gotta be honest, I agree. I, this team's bad, man. And to watch, and yeah, it's kind of hard to watch when you watch the Giants play against the Miami freaking Dolphins. It's very easy to see how terrible you know the Giants are compared to a Miami. Um. What, what, what are we doing? Are spraying around? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, man, I need to spray this for breeze. Hey, you got to smell fresh. I understand. But, um, no, I mean, this is this is not something. I put them in my, power, my playoff predictions early before the season started. I did not see this coming. Like, I thought they were a brink playoff team. I had them in seven. I was between them, the Packers, you know. You can throw a lot of teams in there pretty much at that seven seed. doesn't matter. They're going to run into either the 49ers or the Eagles. You're going to run into the buzzsaw and lose. But this is – I just did not see this coming. Like you said, Saquon can't stay healthy. And when he's on the field, yeah, they're great. They're much better offensively. But – with his offensive line playing like this, it doesn't freaking matter. Oh, he's going to get hurt. Like, Saquon's going to get hurt with the, how bad this offensive line is. Danny Dimes, he's already hurt. He's hurt again, hurt his neck. You know, it's – I mean, this is it, – it's – and you highlighted it. I mean, the bag he got is insane. Like, he's just – it's not even overpay. Like, these quarter – all these young quarterbacks are going to get paid. Like, sorry. Danny Dimes. Yeah, that's just kind of the market. It's he's going to get 40 Franchise tagging. Yeah. You know? He's going to get $40 million somewhere. It's just, are you willing to do that right now? Or do we need to see another prove-it year? Like you said, year one, everything's new. Not not everyone knows this system. Everyone kind of can game plan for it now. I would have loved to see him in an, another season in this system before, you know, 
I'd go pay the guy. But, yeah, you hit all the points I really had about, you know, how bad this team is. And I thought in this offseason they would just fix some of these areas. I mean, I didn't think they would have a one-year, tenth-year solution for the offensive line. That's it's kind of just been a problem. But there you have taken such a massive step back. Like, it's not even like a small step. Like, it wasn't like this team was, you know, five and, you know, 12 last year, and now they're not going to win three games. It's like this was a playoff team. Like, and a lot of people liked him in the playoffs. And now, like, they might get the first pick. Like, and that's insane to think. So, you know, I don't I don't know. They need Saquon back, even though he's just probably going to get injured again. I love Saquon, though. Love Saquon, but there's a lot of problems going out there, out there in, uh, in New York City. Let's go to the AFC here. We saw an absolute snooze fest between the Steelers and the Ravens. I gotta be honest, very boring game. But if you like, some- I picked it as game of the week, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a hell of a prediction there. Which, hey, bro, I'm just saying. I said it was going to be one of them old fashioned AFC games between the the Ravens and the, where it's just for three and a half quarters. You're just like, all right. <laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> and then, dude, I mean, you go ahead and finish setting it up. No, man. I mean, you were right, though. Hey, that was a that was a AFC North battle from about ten years ago. You know, defense versus defense. But man, these offenses are struggling, and it comes down to how, how, just how. Are the Steelers this bad offensively and still number one in the AFC North Red? How is this possible? Well, bro, like, kind of thinking about it, I feel like it kind of goes to a little bit with the Bears. Mm-hmm. Like, when did, um, like, DJ Moore, the last two games, been going? Obviously, Justin Fields, has, you know, played a lot better. But, like, DJ Moore's getting most of the targets. Mm-hmm. It feels like. Well, the Steelers, man, like, feels like the only time they were making stuff happen is when Kenny Pickett was like, screw it. Like, I'm just throwing it to George Pickett. <laughs> hey, he's down there somewhere. Like, dude, I don't know if you saw that play that won him the game, that fade route he threw. So, Kenny actually, it was a run play, and he audible to that. Yep. During the snap. Did you see Matt Canada's reaction? <laughs> yes, I did. It was just, just pissed, man. And my offense worked. What is going on? <laughs> they called something I didn't want and it worked. Like, I, you know, it's important to spread the ball out. But, like, dude, when you don't have your number two receiver in Deontay Johnson, just get your best dude the ball. Mm. Like, but anyway, I think they're definitely not the best in that division. Um, But I don't think, like we were saying, I think before the year, is like I think they got a little bit too much hype. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, I don't think they're a bad team. You know, if they finish 9-8, and eight, like, I would not be surprised at all. But I don't think they're going to stay number one in the North for very long. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a classic Mike Tomlin. Somehow has some of the most, the biggest controversies in the entire league when it comes to coaching. I mean, you got Yenzers out there. They're chanting Fire Canada at the football games. <laughs> they're, they got them chanting Fire Canada at the hockey game last night in the Penguins game. They're they're chanting Fire Canada 
the court, the coat, the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers at a damn hockey game. I mean, this city. I mean, we know how passionate they are about their sports, and for them, they're loud and proud, and everyone knows it in that building. I can't imagine being a defensive player and hearing this and watching this offense play how bad they are, and they are not doing anything about it. Like they're not bringing in any extra personnel when it comes to staff. It, they're not. They're not. Not doing anything, you know, and this is classic, also classic Mike Tomlin. I mean, he's, he is very loyal, and he is going to go by his, you know, he's not going to make it in-season change. It's not going to It's not gonna happen. He will not get fired during this season. I mean, that's done deal, in my opinion. That's never going to happen. But for, you know, for this team to have so much controversy around them and be number one in the AFC North, I mean, that's, and they're calling for Mike Tomlin's job. I'm over here like, dude, this guy, he's got you at three and two. I mean, you're three and two, and your offense is anemic. It's horrible. Yeah, like that's that's what he does. That's what he does, man. <laughs> and Highsmith and T.J. Watt. I mean, this is a weekly defensive touchdown from those guys. Unbelievable defensive little duo on the edges. It's the defense is. Like I said, it was a snooze fest. That's the only thing you're watching is literally watching Highsmith and T.J. Watt literally go across, going around the edges. You're just hoping they're going to do something insane. T.J. Watt ends the game with a, with the sack and the strip strip fumble. I mean, it's from um, Highsmith. I mean, they're doing something every week that you're just like, what? This? How are you wasting this with this uh, terrible? You know, I think someone Pat McAfee, it was the, the Steelers. Tone Diggs said. It's a high school offense. It literally feels like a high school offense. Bro. Yeah, like it feels like they're like spreading the ball out. Like, all right, you know, we called a play for George. Let's call a play for Calvin Austin. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like Miles Boykin. <laughs> like, who's that? Uh, Haven't the heard little that name white a slot receiver they got? Gunner. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, shit. Oh, like, God. It's Gunner something. But anyway, like. Man, those are the dudes you go to when they're in single coverage and George Pickens is doubled. <laughs> like, there's just – I don't know, man. It's I agree with you. Like, it just feels like – I mean, I'm not a coordinator. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but like <laughs> – well, I'm with you, too. It's like I'm not, no mastermind, but geez, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just – if something's not working, like, change it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the number two receiver is Jalen Warren, bro. That's their number two receiver right now. In yards. And see, and see, like, they finally started using him a little bit more. Hey, he's so and good. It's, it's like you were saying, man, it's I love Mike Tomlin. I have all the respect in the world for that dude. He's a freaking awesome coach. But, like, you got to be a little bit, you know, less hard-headed about some of this stuff. Yeah, too loyal, man. Just, you know, I love loyalty, but that's what it feels like to me. It's just, hey, sometimes you got to pull the trigger and – Go listen to the fans sometimes. We're dumb. We know that. But, my gosh, we have eyeballs. You have eyeballs. You know how terrible. It's not like this is a one-year thing. He's, the, the offense hasn't been good since he's been there. Since 2019, I think he's been there since 2019. They have not – They haven't. first of all, they don't have a 400-yard game. They also don't have a 300-yard game under Matt Canada, dude. This is total yards. Total. There's teams throwing that in one one game, you know? It's ridiculous. It's insane. And, I mean, I I don't know what the answer is, but I think everyone wants to see some change, and that might help, you know, the the, the cause over there. But, 
Hey, let's get off of that. I could talk all day about how terrible <laughs> that steal. Hey, Ravens, what the hell's going on with your Super Bowl pick, man? Hey, I'm staying strong, baby. Hey, I'm, with I'm you. staying strong. Hey, I, I love it. I love it. I love the comments. I will say, um, when they're moving, bro, they're moving. Mm. It just, to me, for one, Harbaugh did not coach that game good at all. Mm. Like, what obviously, the hey, the receivers too. Good God, what a terrible. Play. Yeah, that's that's dude. I mean. Nelson Aguilar, like, that is nothing new for Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> that dude is just a worse version of Mike Wallace. <laughs> Old dead hands Wallace, bro. Like, just – Stone hands. <laughs> he's just a worse version of him. And, I mean, I love Zay Flowers, so, like, I'm not going to – he he had a bad game, but – Rookie, it happens. I don't know, man. They just feel kind of – I don't know. They the difference between them and the Steelers to me is that the Steelers just feel very like elementary, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The Ravens just feel so like it's they just don't feel connected. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It doesn't feel like they're really like playing as a team. And the Steelers, it feels like they're playing as a team. It's just like they're just underprepared when they go into the game and. Mm-hmm. Don't have a good system. <laughs> it's a horrible system. Yeah, Ravens are a little confusing to me, but it, they also feel like they got Lamar. New offense. It's going to take some time for them. It, that's the difference. They're, they have a little bit of a grace period to figure out this offense. This is year one with Todd Munkin. This is year four or five with Matt Canada. That's the difference. And it, give them a little bit of that grace period. It feels like they're going to figure out. They got a lot of guys. And you're not going to see, I think it was, I, w- I should have pulled up the stat. I think it was eight drops from those receivers alone. That's in one game. That's in, it's insane. Lamar had a per, almost, like, they said if they caught those balls, he would have had a near-perfect passer rating during that game, you know? I mean, it's just, you can't win if your receivers ain't catching the ball. So, I hate that for Lamar. He get, he gets all the blame, too, for, you know, everything around him being a running back at the quarterback position. I mean, he's been so good this year, he just doesn't get no help. Um, but we could talk. About all of that later. And, hey, we said this is a snooze fest, and we had so much to talk about on that. <laughs> but, uh, hey, we got we got to get to your team, my man. We got we got to hit this one. This is the this was the game of the week on Sunday Night Football. Everyone was – I mean, everyone was looking into this one with, I mean, who's going to win, you know? This is the biggest game of the season for both of them so far, and 49ers came out there and dominated, and they kind of proved that they might be the best team in the entire football league. Red, I'm going to let you go with this one. This is your squad. What is the problem with the Cowboys, man? In these kinds of games, you kind of talked about it in these kinds of games and also in the games they play against someone that's not good. Is, is, what's what's going on? And is it is Dak's time over? Is that is that really happening? Oh. Forever. Forever, baby. Oh, I just want to say that forever. He's holding strong. Forever. 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 Right behind him. But, man. I'm not saying you move on from Dak. I'm not saying it because, and look, I'm not going to say that I've been saying this the whole time, but I have constantly said that Dak is not a top 10 quarterback. He's like the last of the good quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like he's like the last of the guys good enough to maybe get to a Super Bowl but not win. Like, it's just my opinion. He's about number 12 or 13. And 
you know, I think that a lot of other people could have just as bad of a game and people wouldn't be talking about it. There, There is some bias in there, man. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, people don't like the Cowboys. I get it because, in my opinion, it's not more so that people dislike them. It's just there's more fans. So there's going to be, you know what I mean? There's going to be less. For more, more fans means that there's going to be less fans also. Yeah, so, well, it's the same thing with the Steelers. They're everywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And but at the same time, man, it's just like that offense isn't working. Hmm. Like, I, freaking Jerry Jones. I hope he was just saying it as like a smoke screen. Hmm. They asked him why C.D. Lamb hasn't been getting a lot of targets. Dude's got thirty-five targets through five games. Last year he had fifty through five weeks. Hmm. So, and it's just. And Jerry said, "Uh, I don't know about that. We like to. I like to spread the ball out. Like to who?" <laughs> Peyton Hendershot? <laughs> that who you're spreading the ball out to, man? Like, look, you know, you bring in a dude like Brandon Cooks, and it's like, I like Brandon Cooks. I've always been a big Brandon Cooks fan. Like, I still think he's good. They're not using him the right way, man. Nope. Like, like it's, I don't know. It's like, they didn't really change that much about the offense. Just so many pieces. And it's like, it just feels like they're undercoached. You know, I don't think Mike McCarthy's the guy. I think that they're just, they're in this weird spot. And again, like, like you were saying, the 49ers are just that good. Mm-hmm. You know, like Dallas obviously played terrible. Um, In my opinion, that was like, if Dallas would have won that game, that was setting up to be like a top three rivalry in the NFL, at least as of last 10 years. But they didn't win. They looked like crap. And also the 49ers looked really good. So it's just, man, they're just, it feels like they're just in this pit right now of where it's one of the things where it's like, do you move off of Mike McCarthy and Dak because you can't win a Super Bowl? But then there's a maybe three out of two or three out of ten chance that the next guy you get is better. So it's you know what I mean. You're just in that weird middle where it's like if we get rid of Dak, like who we, who are we really going to get that's better? Mm. Like unless Justin Herbert or somebody, like you know what I mean. Like it's there's just not really a lot of options in my opinion. And the same thing with McCarthy. Like you say what you want about him, but like if you don't have him, like yeah, Kellen Moore probably be a little bit better, but also like you don't know that. Mm. Like you know he hasn't coached before. So to me, it's just. They're kind of everything they've done the past couple years building up to this point has all kind of been the same, if that makes sense. Like, it feels like every year they get to the same point. And I could be wrong. I don't want to just be down on the team because I still think that they'll come second in that division and make the playoffs. But, like, it just feels like, like, it feels like it's going to be the same thing again. And until they beat a good, solid team, you know, and just look really good. Like, if this game was 23-21, Dallas loses by a field goal last second, I will take it all day. Yeah. But they just – and then, you know, I think they play uh, – who do they play this week? But anyway, I don't even know off the top of my head. I'll check. But whoever they play, if Chargers. it's a bad team – Chargers. Chargers. See, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a good game probably. Mm-hmm. But 
like they'll play a bad team in a week or two and just it'll be 40 to 10 and then it's rinse and repeat the same thing over again and then it get in the playoffs and lose and then it's rinse and repeat the same thing over again i didn't mean to go on for this long hey. but it's just i don't know man like yeah. dak is not the athlete he used to be mm-hmm. and he doesn't know that mm-hmm. and i don't blame him but like Look, one the last thing I'll say, I never thought about it like this, but this makes complete sense to me. I listen to a Daily Cowboys podcast called Locked On Cowboys, but uh, the co-host said he thinks Dak, because the question they got was, is Dak, you know, holding them back? And he said he thinks he's holding them back, but not really with his play in the way of he wants the playbook to be one certain way. And him and Mike McCarthy are so hard-headed on doing that Scott Linehan offense Mm. that Dak grew up with, or not grew up, but came into the league with. Mm. And it just feels like that's more of what is, like, like causing them to not win. They don't – it's not the players. It's not that, you know, Dak is good enough to win 12 games. They did it the past two years. So I think actually in the past, like, three, four seasons, the only team to score more points than them was the Chiefs when they have Patrick Mahomes. So it's it's hard to move on, man. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's a tough spot because it's just, like, what do you do? Like, who's better than either of the two dudes you could possibly replace? And I'm not saying that they need to get rid of Dak. I'm not. But, like, it's to the point where you got to, like, if someone was to make an offer, like you got to at least listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I understand. I hear I feel, all that passion. I understand where you're coming from, my man. Like, I get it. You ain't got to apologize for how long you took on that one, man. I, I like. I hear you completely. You know, when it comes to Cowboys problems in these kinds of games, it's kind of crazy that we keep saying it that they. You know, they like you said, they win the game. They beat these bad teams by 40 points, and then they get all this hype, and then they go and play a really good football team, and then they lose. And, yeah, this one was kind of – it was a blowout, so it's a little bit more magnified. But they lose, and then all the media is like, they're dead. They're dead. And it comes down to me, it's – and it comes with the territory. It's the Cowboys. It's America's team. Obviously, yeah. this is going to happen. Like, when you – if you sign with the Cowboys, you know that is a part of signing with the Cowboys that you get – the most media coverage of any fo- it's like the Lakers. Like if they do, yeah. if LeBron sneezes, that's on that's on freaking ESPN on Sports Center and everything. You know? It, it's like the Cowboys. If they do anything great, they're on the ESPN. If they do anything bad, they're even more on ESPN. So you know I don't know why this keeps happening. I'm kinda with you on the Mike McCarthy stuff when it comes to it does this guy I told you that hey the you know, Ron Rivera lost his fastball. Has Mike lost his fastball? Can he really call games at an elite level anymore? And, you know, you see this team. And the problem is you look at the win against the Giants where the offense looks pretty good. You know, they didn't cook, but they look good, put up 40 points with the defense cooking. But you look at that and you're like, well, the offense is not. It's not the offense. They didn't put up 35 of those 40 points or nothing, you know. And so you, you sit back and – you. I don't know, man. I don't know. And one thing I do want to highlight, I do believe that the Trayvon Diggs injury is going to be much bigger, much bigger 
thing for this defense than maybe some people believe. You can make all the jokes you want about Trayvon. I think he is an absolute elite corner. He is very good at the sport of football and is being proven with his defense. He's kind of taking that step back in. Stephon Gilmore, veteran. He's still very good, but he was not. He didn't come to to, to the. The Cowboys. Exactly. He didn't come to the exactly. Cowboys to be the number one. He came here to be the two behind this new young star. And I really believe that's going to be a thing that kind of – it's going to catch up with these Cowboys when they play these high-flying offenses. And even the 49ers is not a high-flying offense, but Brock Purdy cooks. And it's easy when you got all those players. I get it. It's an amazing system. Not easy, but it makes things a little bit easier. Yeah, hey, he, he, he was – that system's easy, but, you know, two things can be true. That dude was slinging it. Dealing. He is dealing right now. I mean, he, that's a whole entire other debate if he's an MVP front runner. I mean, that's not even a crazy, I don't think it's a crazy <laughs> statement to make, man. I mean, is he going to win it? I don't, don't know about that, but you got to give the guy his respect. I mean, he's been doing this week in and week out now, but should, should the Cowboys move on from Dak Prescott? I'm on the. I'm with you. I hear you loud and clear when it said when you say as a Cowboys fan, who the hell are we going to get to replace him and still win football? Are we are we really going to put in Cooper? Are we going to put in Trey Lance? Is that what we're doing? Are we really putting these guys in? Oh no, you're not doing that. You got to go get a guy. All right, so who is available? Maybe you could go for a Kirk Cousins when he's available. That wouldn't. But but like even then, like thirty six year old quarterback, we're we're definitely going win and, now. No, and, and is is Kirk really better than that? Yeah. Like. Maybe. I mean, I'd listen to that argument, but like, if he is, it's not worth switching the two. You're not. You know what I mean? You're not trading him. You know, you're not going to trade the two. Yeah, the money's match up, but you're not. It's literally that's like taking what a half. You're either taking a half step forward or a half step backwards. You know? Yeah, like it's it's it just doesn't. It's kind of like Zach Wilson for Mac Jones. Yeah, it's, like it's, you're not <laughs> you're not improving that much, and that's the thing I understand completely. My one thing for the reason why I do believe his time is up after this season, unless they win a Super Bowl, obviously, or even get to a Super Bowl, he's definitely sticking around then. Hell, if they even beat the 49ers in the playoffs, I don't think he gets shipped off. But I do think his time is running It's running his course. I do think it's coming to an end for the simple fact that is Dak is a good quarterback. Dak is a top, like you said, top, I would give you, like you said, top 13, top 12. Definitely top 15 quarterback in the NFL. I just don't know if this Cowboys thing is for him anymore, man. It's just the pressure. And I don't, I'm not saying that he can't, the pressure is like the reason why he's playing bad. I just don't, I want to see Dak go to a team where we don't hear about him all season and they make the playoffs. What with a twelve and five record like they did last year, last couple seasons. And then no one's talking about him and he's playing great. And he doesn't yeah. have to worry about when he loses by three points to a team that maybe he shouldn't have lost to, that he's the worst quarterback in the league and he should lose his job. You know, I want to see him on a freaking Tennessee Titans where no one talks about him. You know, no one talks about him, and they win the freaking division. Atlanta. No, no, Atlanta. Win the division. Go to the freaking Patriots and, make, and compete in that division. Go somewhere where no one's going to be talking about you. Just lay low. I want to see that for Dak because I do like you. Like you said, I believe Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. Still, I want to see him have an opportunity to not be on the biggest stage with the biggest expectations for a guy that is, like you said, not a top five quarterback. 
and people act like he should be playing like Patrick Mahomes every freaking week. That's just not a reality. I, I mean, there's no one's playing at that level consistent. No one is playing at Patrick Mahomes level consistent. No, there's not a lot of players playing at an MVP level consistently anymore. Like we talked about it before the pod. Quarterback plays kind of down this year, you know? I mean, that's a consistency throughout the league. Like, there's three, four, five guys that are elite, and then kind of everyone else. I mean, you said 12 good guys, and then everyone's kind of the same after that. For me, I just wouldn't – do I think they move on? Uh, I find it a little hard to believe. Jerry Jones, he's he's sticking with his guns. He always does. I don't even know if he'll fire Mike if they don't win a Super Bowl, but – I personally, as a Dak fan, would love to see him you know, get a fresh start somewhere. I, I think that would be great for his career, and he still has an opportunity to win a Super Bowl with the Cowboys as well. But I do believe if he went to, like a, like I said, a Titans, even though they drafted Will Levis, I understand. Somewhere like that, you know, no one talking about you, and you can just go out there and win some football games and just coast. I love the idea of that, but I don't know if it happens. I don't know if it happens. It would never happen, bro, but how crazy would it be? I would hate for this to happen, by the way, but next year, New York Giants starting quarterback. <laughs> hey, hey, but that's even worse. New York, yeah, no, that's even that's not worse, but it's not any better, you know. That New York media is no joke, but but even that, I just think anywhere, fresh start, hell, even the Saints, you know, I, Derek's our guy, but like a team like the Saints, a small market, you know, mm-hmm. Um I wouldn't mind seeing that for Dak. When it comes to 49ers, we're about to, we're about to talk about them, so I'm not going to go crazy. This team's – oh, oh. <laughs> this team's ridiculous. We're dropping like crazy. Um, uh, they'll, be out, they'll be out of the podcast later, so post, oh, yeah. post-editing. But that'll do it for our little recap and talking about some of these teams and where they're going and why they were so bad or why they're so good. We talked about how bad everyone was, so that, that was kind of Debbie Downer. Let's get to some good teams and talk about some fun football and winning football. Let's give our top five teams in the NFL right now. There's some good football teams out here, and it feels like this top five is kind of easy. I'm I'm kind of interested to hear who your top five is, Red. Give me your five through one. Number five, the Lions. Okay, all right, all right. Number four, I got the Bills. Okay, okay. Three, I got the Chiefs. Two, I got the Eagles. One, I got the 49ers. Okay. Okay. All right. It took a lot for me to put Detroit over Miami. Okay. That I was that, that we have one one team in that you – I have one team in, and you have one team that I don't have in. I'll give you mine real quick. Number five, Lions. I completely agree. This is a top five squad. Number four, I have the Eagles. I'm not, okay. I'm not fully sold on them yet, but still top five team. That's still pretty damn good. Number three, I do have the Miami Dolphins, even though they lost to the Buffalo Bills. That Jags game was a little rough to watch, but it was London, so I don't want to look too much into it. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs, defending champs. And then number one, the best team in the league and might be the best team I've seen in a long time, the San Francisco 49ers. Red, give me a couple. Give, give me a couple points. Why do you think the Lions are five? You know, give me a little reasonings for your ranking so far. Man, so I, I'll just go through all of them real quick. I think the Lions just—I mean, they have a top five offense. Mm-hmm. Like they just—I mean, you know, as much as I don't like Dan Campbell, um, well, okay, Dan Campbell is very likable. 
it'll just that dude is just he gets so in the moment sometimes it feels like <laughs> just so sporadic it's like feeling the energy and it's like whoa let's let's go for it on fourth and two from our own 40 yard line yeah and it's like dude like calm down stone cold you're not you're not still playing the game you're a coach like but you know i like the lines um jameson williams will be back end of the month no he's back he played his first game last game oh he did yeah they they, they've updated the all those rules or whatever with betting so he got he got to come back. Oh early. yeah, yeah. I forgot, bro. I traded for him in the league. I, I think he's gonna be the two soon. I got Amon, but I but, thought he's gonna be that two. Well, see, even they have a dude. You know, Josh Reynolds is over there producing, man. Like he looked good last week. That, that offense is working. Freaking um, God, he slipped my name. That David, David offensive Montgomery? coordinator. Oh, 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 oh. Ben Johnson. Ben, ben Johnson. Johnson. Yep. But dude, that dude's gonna be a head coach next year without a doubt. I mean. Freaking Montgomery, people were hating on that signing. That dude's been a dog. You know, he's he's not going to be a five yards per carry dude. He's going to be a 20 carry per game, all the tough yards guy. And Jameer Gibbs, you know, as much as I don't like, I still don't like the pick where they took him. But, like, people are saying they need to give him the ball more. I think they're using him right. Yeah. Like, for a rookie, like, that's how Tony Pollard was for a little bit in Dallas. You know, they're like, oh, he's averaging five yards a carry off eight carries a game. Let's give him 20. It's like some dudes ain't built like that. And I'm not saying Jameer Gibbs isn't that, but you don't want to hurt a rookie and then his whole career be kind of done after that. So I just think that they're only going to get better. I don't think that division's very good. So that division might have two of the top five worst teams in the league. In the in the Vikings and the Bears, man, I missed so, I missed on that Vikings pick, man, didn't I? God, ah, they've lost all their close games this year, one score games, undefeated. <laughs> I can't win one this year. I'm, I'm done. It's just crazy, man. And then the Bills at four. I mean, you know, since week one, they've just looked lights out. That's oh. all I'll say. Mm. Chiefs. I mean, you know that offense. I don't think that offense is as powerful as it used to be. Uh, I love Kelsey, but like a 34, that dude's old in terms of football. Like just cause he, you know, I'll give it to him. He's a good looking guy. He's got a nice mustache, but like he is a little bit older, man. Like, you know what I mean? And maybe a 34 year old tight end shouldn't be the, you know, the main piece of your offense. It's insane that he still is right. (laughs) It's insane. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, I look, you know, he's going to be Hall of Fame, but it just feels like their offense isn't quite as powerful. But at the same time, man, they're still winning is what's crazy. Like, Kadarius Tony is getting it done. Mm. And you still got Andy Reid, who that dude, man, might be, like, he's moving into one of the best coaches of all time. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, that defense hasn't been stellar, but they've been what they need to be. Mm. You know, you still got I, – I feel like I always talk about this. So you still got Carl Loftus, man. I don't know why. I just – I love that dude. He's Trent good. McDuffie is such a good corner, in my opinion. They got players, and, you know, they're just – you can call it bias. You can say what I want. Until they have a horrible loss or just something changes. You know what I mean? Like, if they're – they're usually throwing 99 just because they're throwing 92 now. Hmm. 
I'm not going to say that they lost the fastball mm. until they throw 79. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how I'm looking at it with the Chiefs. And the Eagles, man, the passing game hasn't quite been what it used to be, but I'll just say this. I've shit on Nick Sirianni a lot. The fact that DeAndre Swift is doing as good as he's doing, that dude's a good coach. Nick Sirianni knows how to how to draw up run concepts. He knows how to scheme. He knows how to freaking block. Like, he, he knows what he's doing, man. And, you know, they have probably the most unstoppable play of all time. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the 49ers, you know, there's nothing to say. I'm not even going to get into it. They're just, they're number one. <laughs> so good. They're so good. Yeah. Hey, I, I like what you said, man. And when I'll go through mine, you know, the Lions – what you said offensively, I'm not going to add anything. I mean, we see it. You know, I love, I love what I'm seeing from David Montgomery. I always liked him. I loved him when he came out of the draft. I always thought the Bears were never using him right. Injuries played a factor in that as well. He wasn't fully healthy when he played for the Bears. I was always a guy that just, I just, I saw it in college when I, I just, I thought he could be a, a really, really good running back in the NFL. And now he's getting this opportunity behind arguably the best offensive line in the entire league with the Lions. I mean, that offensive line is ridiculously talented, and they're just opening holes. I mean, there's like every game he's getting like a 40, 50-yard run, it feels like, and he's not even the big play guy, you know? And and he he's just – I mean, I don't want to say he's elite, an elite running back yet, but if he keeps doing what he's doing, man, I mean, he's going to put himself in this top, you know, top 10 running backs in the entire football league. Uh, by the end of the year, defensively underrated too. Aiden Hutchinson, oh my god! Oh, uh, dude, that dude—he's <laughs> going insane this season. One-handed pick in the game. He had a spin move sack. I mean, he. Which, but but hey, that dude is a prime example of why sacks are overrated because he does nothing but cause chaos. Even yes. if he's not getting a sack, man, like pressures. I feel like. Might be more important than sacks, if I'm being honest with you. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, when you're getting double-teamed, triple-teamed, and you could still get pressure on the quarterback, <laughs> it's like... Like, I, like you know, not to get into a completely different conversation, we can move on, but, like, there's a difference in third and 18, you know they're going to pass it. You rush five guys. Like, that's a little bit different than, oh, first and 10. They got a dude wide open. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson didn't get a sack. But, you know, he made the quarterback roll out to the left and throw it away and yeah. saved a touchdown. Like, Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's always he's, – it feels like he's always in the play or disrupting the play. He's perfect for that entire culture. I mean, he embraces it fully with how he plays, his style itself. And, I mean, you lose some guys in the back end, but I really like that defense too. I think the defense is underrated. It's top – by the end of the season, I think it will be a top ten defense with one of the best if – you know, I, I think it would be a top three offense, maybe the best. You know, Jared Goff, I mean, I don't look at pro football focus a lot, but they got him rated as the number one quarterback in the league right now. They also have Lamar at two, so take that with, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But um, with the Eagles, they have not been the team I thought they would be, and that's crazy to say with them being undefeated. Like, it's the most, like, it's like the quietest undefeated team right now in the league. I mean, there's only two of them, but I have DeAndre Swift in my fantasy feed. Oh, man. 
he is doing wonders for the squad. And um, like you said, I mean, what Nick Sirianni's done there, so impressive. I love what I'm seeing when it comes to them adapting the offense because they lose their offensive coordinator. He goes and he's coach head coaching now, and you lose – you lose a little bit of that element. It felt like they were lo- that this offense was going to be different. It wasn't hitting all cylinders. This Rams game was really good. I got the Rams. You called it. Rams are not as bad as I thought they would be. They got a little bit of a squad over there, and Rams are a team that might make the playoffs. Not to get off topic, but um, the Eagles every week they're getting better, and they're going to climb right back up in that top two. It feels like at any moment once they get a massive win. Hey, one thing I gotta say, Jordan. I mean, um, yeah, oh man, I lost his name. I lost his name. The number one pick this year. What? Who? Who are you talking? I zoned out. For Eagles. This. The Eagles' number one pick. Oh, um, uh, Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. He's a freaking animal, man. I mean, and he, um, and who Jordan, was their other? Jordan Davis is awesome. Nolan Smith. Nolan too. Smith it was their. Well, yeah, I mean, these guys. I mean, Jalen Carter. I mean, he's doing. Insane things for this uh, defensive line first year, and quietly, too. You know, this guy was – people are saying he was the best player in the draft. Everything that happened to him in the draft we all know about. And Dude, he, he's been a top ten player in the whole league. This year. Not just rookie, top ten player in the league this year. <laughs> I mean, what he does, three, I think it's three, th- 325. He, he's, got, he's got pass rush moves as a rookie. I mean, he's insane to watch. And for them, for them to get him is just like, God, they had Fletcher Cox for the last 15 years. Now they get another elite defensive tackle. Might be the best. I mean, there was a guy on the Pat McAfee show that said he's he's on – he thinks he's on Chris Chris Jones' level already. Like, he thinks he's that, that good. That's I don't know a if, little insane. I don't but, know if I he's mean, that good. I don't think he's that good. But, like, as a rookie, for him to be this good, yeah, he will get to that level. Very, very, very soon, and I mean, he's got a Hall of Fame career ahead of him. And oh yeah, I love what he's doing that defense. But I still have the Eagles at four. Miami, I'm high on them still. I gotta keep my, I gotta keep these Dolphins up here. The Bills game was definitely a rude awakening, but Miami, they needed that loss. I, I said this in the pod last week. These kinds of losses, they're gonna happen. Obviously, you don't want to lose forty to twenty to any team, but these things kind of happen. It feels like the defense is their biggest. Weakness. I mean, obviously, with their offense being literally almost unstoppable, um, I just like what I'm saying, man. Achan, Achan, Achan is down uh, for the next four weeks, so that's a little bit of a scare. I, I, I imagine you like, talk about a top ten player in the league this year, <laughs> rookie, bro. I mean, he was on pace to break all the rookie running back records, bro. And I love, I like, love him. He's so fast, but. This team will be fine. Raheem Mostert's been playing really good football, too. Jeff Wilson's apparently going to be back, veteran running back. This team's not going to take any steps back, it feels like. And offensively, I mean, I truly still think they're without a doubt the best offense in the league and will continue to be play- – uh, bro, they had a scout team cornerback, man-on-man, against Tyreek Hill this week, bro. No safety help. No safety help. I think Tua literally looked at him and said – is this is this what they're doing? He said, "Just go, just just run, and I'm just gonna hit you in the chest." Yeah, and he does, and it's a like seventy yard touchdown. So, yeah, Tyree Kill doesn't even he doesn't even run routes like he just <laughs> runs. Once, bro, he's I mean, he is unreal, man. Like 
And this whole Tyreek Hill era is not going to last. It's not going to be forever. And because these these speeders, I mean, they're going to always be fast, but he's small and he's taking hits for his entire career. I'm just going to try and enjoy it as long as it's going to be here for. So Miami at three for me, that offense, defense will figure it out. Offense is the best in the league. Chiefs. Ain't got a bunch. Of, I mean, they this they just win games, man. They just just keep winning freaking football games. It's not always pretty. I mean, this Vikings game was not perfect, but they just always find a way to win, and they will continue to do that. And hey, until they lose, you know, in the playoffs, I'm just, I'm gonna believe in the Chiefs uh, and everything they do. Number one, the 49ers is the best team in the league. This is the best team I've seen in a long time in football. Might be the most explosive. Uh, this might be the most talented football team I have ever seen in the NFL, man. I mean, everything's in front of them. This team should win the Super Bowl. We'll see if they pull it off. All right, let's get into some division winner predictions. We had some earlier this season, but we're going to make some uh, updated predictions here because Nathan was very wrong on a couple of these. So um, <laughs> we'll run through these. Like we said, we, we, we explained some of these teams already. Let's we'll kind of run through these pretty quickly so we can get to these rapid-fire game picks. I'll start us off here with the AFC North. I got to stick with my my Super Bowl team. I don't think they win a Super Bowl anymore, I don't think, but – I gotta stick to gotta stick to these guys. They got a big win against Arizona. I actually picked Arizona to beat them. I didn't believe in Cincinnati really anymore. They win the game. Jamar Chase is always open, and he proved that in this game against the Cardinals. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals for the AFC North. I like it, man. I, you know, I'm going Baltimore. Okay. Staying strong. We both staying with our Super Bowl picks. <laughs> I like it. Hey, we Look, got it. Hey, we there's a lot it. to learn, but also. It is just week six we're going into. I know five games is a good little sample size, but, like, you know, I'm staying strong. Hey, hey there's a lot of teams that are three and two that, you know, that might be that might be their last win of the season, it feels like. You know, it's really weird. Like, I've always kept up with the Saints. I mean, the, the, the football. And I don't know what's up with this season, but it's like, I don't know. It's like I don't know anything yet. Like, yeah, we know who the best teams are, but – Who's going to be the strange team? And I, I still know yet. There's not, we don't have enough of a sample size. Um, but let's go on to the next division, AFC South. This one's an interesting division. You got a rookie quarterback that still has nothing to pick yet. Insanity, and CJ Stroud. Got some good teams. The Titans are still around somehow. Derrick Henry feels like he's a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> hey, Red, who you got in the AFC South? Man. This might not be the the sexy pick right now. I'm I'm going Jacksonville still. Okay. Okay. I think I think that offense. You know, I think the thing is, is everybody just kind of expected them to take a big step. They're really just the same team they were last year. Mm. And I mean, they started off slow last year. So I just I'm not really. I'm going to say I'm not worried about them, but you know, I think the winner of this division isn't going to be a top three seed anyway. Hmm. So, I, you know, I think they win 10 games. They can easily win this division. Yeah. This division's very up in the air for me. But I'm going with Ma- Minshew Magic, baby. Minshew Magic. I like the, it, bro. And the Colts. I, hey, I like it. Hey, the, uh, 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 Anthony Richardson apparently could be out almost eight weeks if the AC joint is really as bad as they think they is. Four to eight weeks, he's on IR, so definitely four no matter what. I would just – if he's going to be out eight, I'd just go ahead and sit him. Well, this is what I'm saying, man. Hey, 
It was eight weeks. If it's eight weeks, even four weeks, this team goes three and one, four and zero. Oh, I mean, you cannot put back in Anthony Richardson, and that's not taking the job away. This team can win. I mean, the defense is playing really good. Offensive line is re- it's playing really good. I mean, Zach Moss is one of the better, statistically one of the better running backs in the league this year. You know, and he's been bouncing around, and and now you get Jonathan Taylor back. I mean, it's just dude that Eagles coaching staff last year. Look, man. You know, I get real quick because this is separate, but, like, I was wrong about Jonathan Gannon. That dude's a coach, yeah. all right? Shane Steichen, that dude's a coach, too. Mm. The freaking Eagles know what they're doing, man. As a Cowboys fan, I hate to say it, but, like, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. My no. bad. But, dude, it's like the Colts shouldn't be 3-2, and two, man. No. Throwing a Kylan Grayson, like, you know what I mean? The number I, – I like him, but the number two is Alec Pierce. Like, that's not – before the season, if I told you the Colts were going to be three and two and Alec Pierce would be there, you know, that they didn't make any real changes to the offense, like, I, I wouldn't have believed that at all. No. So, I just think – I think it – obviously, I like Minshew a lot. I think it's mostly Steichen. I mean, anytime you got freaking Zach Moss <laughs> running like he's been running, like, you know, it, it's not like it was just there and all these other coaches didn't see it. <laughs> Zach Moss is actually the best running back in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, it's like he clearly is in the right place for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantasy, he's been very good for fantasy. But, um, no, it's insane to watch what you know, Steichen has done here and – I'm kind of. I was with you. I just didn't know if he would be the guy. And you know, seeing him go out there and just coach this team up in one season, and Minshew. I mean, he had him there with the Phillies, so he knows what he's capable of. Gardner Minshew is so smart, and he is. Yeah, he doesn't have the biggest arm. He's not the biggest guy. But hey, this team, Colts, are going to do their thing, I think, and win the AFC South. Like you said, ten win, ten wins, eleven wins. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh, AFC East, this one's. Wide open, a lot of good teams. Uh, well, two good teams, and then and the Jets are still around. Patriots are bad. I'll start us off here. AFC East, obviously, I'm sticking with the Miami Dolphins here. I have them at number three for a reason. Like I don't, I'm not going to go back into it. Amazing offense. Believe the defense will get better. What you got here, Red? You know, short and sweet. I got Buffalo, man. I I was wrong about them before the year. I picked them to not make the playoffs. Um, I just think they're good. Like, they just, you know, they didn't – it's like they didn't get better or worse, it feels like. So, you know, they might have a little late-season collapse, but they just seem – they're playing pissed off, mm. what it feels like. Mm. Yeah, losing Trey White was tough, but, you know, Von Miller coming back. Woo, that's going to be big. Injury buggy's kind of hitting them, but we'll see what happens with them for the rest of the season. ASC West – We'll just get this one over with. I got the Chiefs. Yeah, let's just move on. Moving on, <laughs> moving on. None of those teams are going to be competing. Sorry, y'all. I got the Broncos. No, that's over. Um, <laughs> all right, NFC North. Honestly, we're going to jump over this one too because I do believe we know who's going to win this one too. Kind of an easy division at this point. I got the Lions. Not going to go over that again. Hey, just keep it moving. <laughs> keep it rolling. This one might be a little interesting. NFC South. Am I sticking with my Saints? Red, let's hear you first. Who you got taking the NFC South? You had the Falcons. Who, who are we going with now? 
I'm sticking with the Dirty Birds, oh, man. Wow. Look, okay. Look, I like what I see from B. John. Look, Calais Campbell, that dude's still good, man. Still it's good. just weird. <laughs> and then, you know, Desmond Ritter, like, he isn't good in my opinion, but he's, like I was saying, he's the same as all these other people. Like, he's just, he's in that group of, like, he's one of the 32 quarterbacks, but after, like, 14, it's all just the same, mm-hmm. and he's one of them guys, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you come on, man. I, I like that you're sticking to your guns on this division. I, I'm surprised. I was honestly shocked that you didn't pick the Bucks. You know, the Bucks after what they did to the Saints, man. You know? Well, you know, I almost picked them, and I just want to say the only thing that sorry, I'm plugging in a charger, but no. uh, the reason I didn't is because it just feels like they are one injury away. On offense, from that whole offense being terrible. Mm. Mike Evans misses five games. They could easily go one and four. And not that – I don't even – you know, I'm not saying it even has to be Mike Evans. It just – like, dude, they use – they lose – shoot. What's his name? Rashad White. I mean – Yeah, definitely White. I mean, that's their only good running back. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, you know – it just and then if Baker gets hurt, like it just feels like they're flowing really good together, but they're kind of like, you know, they're at the front of the train, mm. and they just if they lose a guy, I don't know what type of analogy I was trying to make, but you know what I'm saying. It just feels like they're all kind of clicking at the right time, yeah. and it's not really a, it's like one little detour can just bring them back to earth, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I hear where you're coming from. For me, these kinds of divisions, it, I truly believe it comes down to defense. And with the Bucks and that defense, that defense is still very legit. I do believe it still comes down to the Saints and the Bucks. The Bucks beat down the Saints. It was a very hard watch for me as a Saints fan. That they're good on defense. Saints offense is no, you know, we're not some high flying Miami Dolphins or nothing. But they got guys everywhere still on defense. Devin White. Is still playing good football over there. The defensive line is still good, and you know, I, I am. I'm still. I, I'm still holding on to my Saints here. You know, big win last week against a terrible Patriots team. It gave me all the motivation that we're going to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, uh, who that? Uh, Derek Carr is the best quarterback of all time. Alvin <laughs> is the best running back oh, yeah. of all time. New Orleans Saints are winning this freaking division. All right, NFC East. Got your Cowboys in there. We also have those Eagles. Who do you got winning this one, Red? Man, I'm going with the Eagles, man. I mean, as a cow, dude, I'm going to listen back to this pod and be like, I have not said one good thing about <laughs> Dallas and have just been praising Philadelphia the whole time. Hey, this guy's an but, Eagles fan. <laughs> man, look, I ain't going to. I ain't going to let my fandom get me biased. Hey. The Eagles are the best team in that division, yeah. and it's just – it's inarguable at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. It's not it's, it's not arguable. If they beat the 49ers, there's definitely a fun debate there, but I got to stick with these Eagles. They made it to the Super Bowl, and they still have a very, very big opportunity to possibly do that once again. NFC West, 49ers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's a hey yeah. Seahawks. Seahawks are still there, man. They're not. They're not falling off. Rams. Hey, you said that they might be a playoff that, team. No, look, that's that's low key. 
the Seahawks and the Rams fighting for that a playoff spot. Mm. It, that might be that, that's going to be one of the best like races of the season. I think is like those two teams. I think it'll be one of those two teams in the last playoff spot in the NFC. I'm being honest with you. And that'd be those are two interesting teams in that seven spot. Like Rams. It, Super Bowl if you experience. told me the Rams went in there and played. Um, the Eagles? I mean, that game was good, man. Trying to think. Yeah, I mean, like if you told me they went in there and played Detroit round one and they won, I would not be shocked. I wouldn't either. I don't. They wouldn't go, you know, to the Super Bowl. But like, man. But anyway, you know, we were talking about San Fran. Yeah, San Fran's are going to win the division. But I no, I just wanted to give the the Ram. You called it. You said they're going to be better than they were. I just was not high on them. And that team's got Super Bowl experience. They know how to win football games. Cooper Cup's back. But see, that's another team, man. Like, they don't spread the ball out unnecessarily. Mm-mm. And like we were saying earlier with the Bears and the Cowboys, like, sometimes just feed your best players until it doesn't work, man. Like, dude, if I was a freaking coach, I think it was uh, Troy Aikman said this on a – I think it was like the first game of the year. Mm. Yeah, it was the Chiefs and the Jets. And – like, I agree so much with what he said. He said, you know, there's Chief, this new Chief age Lions? of... Chief Lions, mean? Yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, he was saying that there's this new, you know, these new uh, offensive coordinators, these young offensive coordinators, and he's saying sometimes people just overthink stuff. Like, you know, if you look over there and your number one receiver has one-on-one coverage on a cornerback who is worse than him, that's who you're going with. That's who you're going to. Like, you know what I mean? That's just, it's, you know, I'm not a coach, but like, if you have a X receiver who can break tackles and that corner is scared about getting burnt. So he's eight yards off the ball, bro, throw a little smoke screen to him and let him get five yards every single time. Like just stuff like that, you know? And it's, I feel like, like the Rams, man. If it's not going to Cooper Cup or uh, Puka, then like, who's it going to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, that's fine. Yeah. Because that that's just that's how they are winning. Mm. Now, and last thing I'll say about that, I mean, with the whole go to your best player, because I mean, Devontae Adams comes out after the game. You know, even they win the game. You know, and and he's he's also like, I mean. We won the game, but um, three targets, possibly. St- I'm, the, I'm the best receiver in the league still, you know. You know, come on now. I'm, I yeah. can't, it's like Jamar Chase. I'm, I'm always open. Like, I'm always open. It doesn't matter if I have single coverage, double coverage, safety help. It's like, just yeah. give me a chance, especially when I'm one on one. Like, this is ridiculous, you know. Like you just you got to get your best player the ball. Get your best player the ball, and I promise, I promise you, good things will happen. Hey, we're offensive coordinators out here. We're gonna we're gonna go to the <laughs> Super Bowl. All right, Red, let's get out of here. Rapid fire game picks. We're not gonna stick too long on these. We're gonna go right through these bad boys. Give a quick little reasoning and our score prediction. Nothing too fancy. Starting off on Thursday night football. This one is gonna be a bad one. Broncos go out there to Kansas City and Arrowhead and play. The Chiefs. Chiefs are 10.5-point favorites. Over-under is 47.5. Red, who you got? Man, I'm going to say uh, I don't think the Chiefs cover here, and I don't think it's because the Broncos score a lot of points. I just I, So I, I got the Chiefs winning 
I just don't think the Chiefs are going to be, you know, putting up 35, 42 points a game every week like they were a couple years ago. They're going to win because at this point, you know, they just got smarter, experienced players, not necessarily explosive players. No. They, they've they been here. They've done that, and that defense is good enough. I, I spent too much time on that, but anyway. <laughs> no, no. I would I would agree with you if this Broncos defense was not like the worst I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And Bron hey, the Chiefs would never cover. That's a that's a make a wish defense, it's man. So like bad. that's it's terrible. It's so bad. And the Chiefs never cover, so it's hard for me to say this, but I do think they cover. I think they blow out the Broncos. I like the secondary for the Chiefs. Like you said, the defense is a little iffy still, but I like that secondary a lot. Give me the Chiefs thirty eight to ten. Let's go to a 12 o'clock game. Ravens go out there to Tennessee to play those Titans who are really weird. I don't know how good the Titans are still. I'll start us off here, Red. Ravens are going to bounce back in this one. We're not going to see eight drops again or whatever it was from those receivers. They're going to take it personally. The offense is going to look better. But that Tennessee defense is still good. A little bit of a low-scoring game still. 23-16 Ravens. They cover. Four-point favorites, by the way. That's the way, you know. Very similar score right here. Man, I'm yawning so much, mm-hmm. but Tired very boy. similar score right here. You know, I got the Ravens winning 21-17. Yeah, simple enough. I like it. Hey, keeping that Super Bowl winners right there for, for Red. Um, let's go out to the Texans with their quarterback with zero picks on the season. Hey, hey, hey. my number one, baby. Hey, hold strong. Hey, hey, you had that one. You had that one from the start. C.J. Stroud was your guy, and, man, he is looking like the guy. I said it last last pod. These guys are not easy to find. Texans found a guy. But New Orleans, with that great defense, they're going to be testing him. They're going to they've been getting a lot of interceptions off he's, these youngsters. He's still a rookie. He's still, still a rookie. Still a rookie. So um, I'll start us off here real quick. It's my team, so I'll, I'll give a real quick little uh, thing here. We're going to see that first interception this week. Not because of C.J. Stroud bad read. Maybe a tip pass at the line. Just some bad luck goes uh, in the Saints' favor. Saints will get a lot of bounces. Maybe we see another Tyron Matthew uh, pick six. I'll be happy with a honey badger. Uh, but, no, I, I do think the Saints are going to – they're going to win this game simply because they have to. The Texans are hard not to pick in this one because the Texans – the Texans are just like, I don't know. They're just, they're always in these games. So I really think it's going to be an amazing game. I think the Saints will win this one late, though, with a late touchdown from Derek Carr to really give the Saints fans something to be like, thank God, this offense can actually win a game. <laughs> this, this offense can win us a game for once. Give me the Saints 27-23. to 23. Man, I like it. You know, short and sweet, I, I agree with you. I love Stroud. Uh you know, I love D'Amico Ryans. I don't like Dennis Allen, but I think the Saints win this game. I think it's twenty to sixteen. I think that uh, classic Saints game. I like it. Twenty to sixteen. I think the Texans are probably going to have a hard time scoring, especially in the red zone. Um, and yeah, I just I love the dude, but he's still a rookie. So if Dennis Allen, you got to give him credit for you know you got to give him some credit. The Thing he's good at, he's always going to have a good defensive game plan. Yeah, yeah, we're always going to have a good defense. At least we got that. Don't know about this damn offense. So, 
Let's go to Atlanta. That's another division team, but they will be facing off of those commanders after a terrible loss to the Bears. Red, who you got in this one? The Falcons are two-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Falcons, 21-20. 21-20, okay. So, okay, you got a close one. I think this is an NFL moment where the commanders bounce back and they beat down, not a beat down, but they win against the Falcons. Give me the commanders 24-20 to in this one. All right, Vikings at Bears, divisional matchup. This one's a big one between the two teams at the bottom of their division. Who can turn their season around maybe? I don't know. Red, what you got? Vikings at Bears. The Vikings are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I don't see why the Vikings are two-and-a-half-point favorites, man. I'm, I'm taking the Bears right here, 31-24. Look, could the Vikings have the worst record at the end of the year? Wouldn't that be crazy? So, I mean, Caleb you know, Williams to the Vikings, that'd be wild. I mean, they lose Jay Jettas for right now. Mm. Alexander Madison is not a starting running back. Mm. Um, you know, I, who, I, I, I like they Cam might. Akers. I like Cam Akers there. I think that's I mean, good. I like Akers, but he's not a difference maker. No, you know, no. he, he's a solid number two. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I mean, they might trade Kirk. You never know. Like, it just seems like they might be ripping it up. Might be time. I'm kind of in agreement with that when it comes to but the yeah, Vikings. Yeah, um, my, my bad. But real quick, I just I don't think the Bears like they've played their worst football this season. I'll say that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it can get much worse than they, what they've done yeah. already, man. Uh, I, I agree with you though. Kind of crazy the, the Minnesota. I even on the road that they're favored in this one. They, I get they've been competing in most of these games, but I just don't see it, man. I I, I like the Bears as an upset pick here. 26 to 14. Let's go out there. Seahawks go out to the Bengals. The Bengals got a massive win last week to kind of save their season in a way. I mean, another slow start to the year, kind of like last year for this team. And they still, you know, do their thing and made the playoffs last year. Seahawks, hey, they might be right back in this thing. I'll start us off here. Cincinnati is a three point favorite. I think this is a push. Give me the Bengals 30 to 27. Man. I'll take Seattle in this one. Okay. 23-17. I like it. All right. 23-17. You're not, you don't believe in that Bengals offense yet. I like it. All right. All right. 49ers-Browns. This is a defensive battle. Two of the best defenses in the entire football league. Red, what you got? San Francisco is a 5.5. Sorry. 5.5 point favorite. I got San Fran winning 24-17, or 27-14, my bad. Okay. Um, you know, but I don't think it's quite as close. I think it's one of them games where it's maybe like 24-10 going into the fourth. Because Cleveland does have a, a dog defense. And, hmm. I mean, like, is Deshaun Watson, is he playing? That's the question mark. He he got cleared, but he doesn't. He's got cleared by doctors, but they didn't. He's not clearing himself, apparently. I don't know how, how that works, but. No, man, they're lying. <laughs> cap. It's cap. <laughs> but, um, I mean, he's played solid this year, so I think it'll be, you know, I think the Browns aren't a bad team, but San Francisco is so good, man. I got them winning 27-14. Yeah, and obviously this one's kind of a toss-up. If Deshaun doesn't play, then, I mean, I don't think the Browns score pretty much anything against this 49ers. Uh, defense yeah. with a rookie quarterback, but I'm picking as if Deshaun is playing in this one. I'm still picking the 49ers, though. I, I agree. My score is going to be 
Late touchdown for the Browns to kind of get it a little bit closer. Give me the 49ers 28-20. to 20. Colts go out to Jacksonville for a matchup. Uh, oh, and I was wrong about that Ravens-Titans game. That's actually the London game, so they're not going out to Tennessee. They're going out to London for that one, but um, I just realized that. What um, was the Jags ain't playing in London yeah, again, that, man? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only reason I thought of that, because the Jags like are the home team for the London you know, franchise now at this point. Did, you know, this is a separate thing, but did they leave – or did they Mm-mm. stay there for two weeks? They stayed there. It was actually it was actually kind of a cool thing. I mean, it's kind of an advantage, I guess. But uh, Roger Goodell said in an interview that like this was a, a test. They wanted to see if it's an advantage for a team to stay in London for two weeks and then a team come in. Is the team that's staying going to win the game, or is the team coming in? Is it like a competitive advantage? And I think we can all agree Buffalo was like sleepwalking in that game, and the Jags were like fully – Time, adjusted to the time, the Bills got there on Friday. I felt like it was a competitive advantage, so it's one of those things. I mean, they're they're looking to expand the entire football to you know London and stuff. So that's a thing that you know I don't know if I'm with man because of that stuff. No, I mean I I hear you, man. Um, you know, <sighs> think I'm gonna go. Wait, my bad. I zoned out for a second. Are we on the Colts and Jags? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay, I, was I got ta- you. I was talking about London. Sorry, my man. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You're good. I just, for a second, I was like, what were we talking about? But this is a Minshew revenge game, oh, baby. Yes. Look, I picked the Jags to win that division, but, man, Minshew's coming in there. He's coming in there angry, man. I think this is a close game. This is going to be one of the best games of the weekend, mm-hmm. I think. I'm going to keep saying that until I pick a good game. <laughs> But <laughs> I got the Colts winning twenty one twenty. Okay. I think it's a game winning drive. No other than the great Kylan Grayson <laughs> catching a game winning touchdown. Okay. <laughs> That's a hell of a prediction. All right. Best game. Ain't nothing like a six two tight end. <laughs> that is insane. All right. Yeah, that, that that brother's playing the wrong position. No, I, I, I I'm with you with an amazing game. Colts, I'm with him, man. I'm kind of with him. Minshew Magic in there, loving this team, like what he's all about. Love his moxie. Give me the Colts another great game, 23-20. to 20. All right, Panthers, only winless team in the NFL go out to Miami to play the Dolphins. The Dolphins are 13-and-a-half-point favorites. We're in agreement that they're going to win this game. Red, what, how, how much are the Dolphins going to win by? That's the real question. 30-13. Okay. All right. Just a beat down. All right. There's no doubt about that one. I like it. I just, dude, this is, this might be a Mike White fourth quarter game oh. right here. Oh. <laughs> we see a Mike White tutty again? All right. I kind of. I, I mean, hey, Chosen Anderson out there. <laughs> hey. Well, hey, what, 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 what the Mapletron too now. Hey, you can't prove Oh, yeah. About, oh, yeah. can't prove it about Mapletron. Jeff Wilson. <laughs> If, if we see that squad out there in the fourth quarter, it's really bad. It's really bad for, you know, these these Panthers. Now, Panthers' defense is good, so I kind of am with you when it comes to them only scoring around 30. Only around 30. Yeah, give me the Dolphins 31-17 to 17 in this one. Patriots go out to Las Vegas. You know, it's kind of a, you know, Tom Brady 
minority owner with the with the Raiders. You know, first time he's facing off against his former team as an owner now. Um, Red, what you got in this one? That, you know, this Tom Brady and his new Raiders beat down on his old team. I don't think so, man. Okay. I think these Patriots get a win right here <laughs> in a not good game. <laughs> no. This is not going to be a good game. <laughs> That's your bold prediction. All right. I got, dude, you know, one thing about Belichick, he is not about to lose to his old quarterback who is a minority owner, and he's for sure not about to lose to his ex-quarterback and his ex-offensive coordinator. This is the most just <laughs> flip-flop game I've ever seen. But, yeah, dude, I got the Patriots 17-14. I think Mac looks better. Still isn't probably going to look good, but I think he looks a little better. I think there's, you know, a good chance that, you know, if there's a team for Ramondre to pick it up for, like, you know, this could be a game that, you know, a guy like Juju has – Four catches, 52 yards, and you see a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I thought I was going to be a lone wolf on this one. I'm with you. This is a classic Bill Belichick win. Oh, okay. Win. I when like I, it. I, when I picked this one, I was like, no way Red. No way Red's going to be on this one. Like, we're on the same page well, here. man. I, I just feel like Bill's mad, man. He's going to be mad. This is a classic Bill Belichick bounce back game. Patriots win this one 20-16. Like you said, just a horrible football game. Uh, it's crazy. I'm, I don't even know about giving them 20 points, but. I think they I think they hit that threshold. Lions go out to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay on top of the division. Lions on top of the division. Three and one versus four and one. Who you got, Red? Detroit three point favorites. Well I'm gonna go with the Lions in this one. Okay. But I I wanted to pick the Bucks so bad. Mm, okay. <laughs> I wanted to so bad, but I just – the Lions are just – that offense, man. Like, we've already said it. No need to get into it. So, I got the Lions winning 27-21. But, man, I I was looking for a reason to pick the Bucks, And I just – I just couldn't really find, like, a definitive reason I felt like they would win. Yeah, just couldn't find it. I understand. I am actually disagree strongly on this one. I think the Bucks defense will keep it a game. But Lions defense, this is a come-out game. This is where the Baker experience might you know, might come back to reality a little bit, and they're not going to be able to score that many points. They're not scoring twenty seven on this Lions defense, even though even though the Saints defense is great. I don't think it's I don't think we're seeing another game like that from you know that offense. So give me the Lions twenty four to thirteen in this one. Cardinals Rams Rams are seven point favorites. Another divisional matchup. I'll start us off on this one. Rams, I am sorry for all the disrespect I thrown your way early in the season, before the season. I don't know what I was thinking. I also thought the Vikings would win their division, so obviously I don't understand football at all. Um, hey, I'm back on the Rams here. Give me the Rams in this one, 27-17. And that's what I got. Red, what you got on this one? Man, very, very similar score. Okay. Um. 28-17, I got the Rams winning. But, dude, I will say that, man, the Cardinals, they can play. They can play. They can hang around, man. Like, they they remind me of 
the Raiders when they had Rich Versace as their head coach. Yes. Just the most, just old freaking dude should have been on the Sopranos with that name, <laughs> yeah. Rich Versace. Yeah, but that's the mob leader right there, bro. Come on, come on, Jimmy, you gotta throw <laughs> the ball. <laughs> Gobble goo, but <laughs> but um, no, dude, I just you know I got the Rams in this one. Another week of Cooper Cup being fully healthy. Dude, first game back has freaking eight catches for like 120 yards. And then they got Puka Nakua who's going to finish with 5,000 receiving yards <laughs> and 300 catches at the end of the year. Yeah. Like, just, you know, when if something's broke, don't fix it. So mm-hmm. them guys are going to have combined for like 16 catches and everybody else will combine for like six total yeah. and that's just how they're going to win I feel like but I do feel like the Cardinals are going to be in it till maybe late and then I like Josh Dobbs he's been playing good this mm-hmm. year me too but you know probably going to throw a pick late in this maybe fumble maybe just you know miss a dude but I just don't think that I don't think that Josh Dobbs is a really a dude to make a comeback if that makes sense. Yeah, this this team's not built to make a make a comeback, that's for sure. But I, I'm with you, man. Josh Jobs has played himself into a quarterback role, no matter what. He will always be a backup. I mean, he's like Gardner. He will have a job for the next 10 years if he wants it. Let's go to New York for this Eagles-Jets game. But Aaron Rodgers was playing. This is probably an interesting game, but it's, it's, Zach, it's Zach Wilson. So, Eagles undefeated. Jets are trying to, you know, Keep this keep this winning streak going at one, maybe two now, maybe two straight wins. We'll see. Wait, no, that's back to back. Wait, is it back to back win for the Jets? It'd be the Bron- no, no, because they lost. They lost. To, um, I forgot who they lose to, but yeah, that's not back to back. It's not gonna be back to back. Red, what you got on this one, man? This might surprise some people. I'm picking the Eagles to win, but this is going to be a very close game. I got the Eagles winning 24-23. I think Zach Wilson looks solid in this game. Not good. Not even average. Solid. I like that. I just, dude, look, he's not good. He's not even average. He's not even slightly below average. But he went from like a – 1.5 out of 10. He's a solid four. Hey, like, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's getting a little bit better. Hey, he's got arm talent. Like you said, I mean, like that's the thing. It's like, he's not a complete bum. With Brees Hall, like (laughs) if you told me that they, if, I mean, like if you heard Brees Hall had two breakaway 40 yard touchdowns and that's why they were in this game, like that, that sounds right to me. (laughs) I mean, he's so explosive and, that running back room is unbelievable with him, Michael Carter, and Dalvin. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, people were saying Dalvin Cook would be the main guy and Brees would be kind of the change of pace, third down. It's like, man, y'all had that completely backwards. Yeah, no, that's completely wrong. I mean, Dalvin's barely on the field, it feels like. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get that ball, but I do think it's a good game, and I agree, by the way, it was the Chiefs game that they lost. And yeah, it felt yeah. It felt like they won, even though they didn't, but – uh um, Zach Wilson has played great, you know, not great. He's played like solid these past few weeks. I mean, I think he continues this, keeps getting better, learning the offense more, taking more you know, chances, and those chances paying off. But the Eagles, they just know how to win these kinds of games. I believe it's going to be a defensive battle. 
Jets defense is going to keep them in a lot of games. They're going to keep them in a lot of games this season. And this is another game where I feel like they're going to slow down the Eagles, but the Eagles just play so much better if you're playing at that pace. Give me the Eagles 23-17. to 17. Giants go out to the Bills. The Bills offense may be the best in the league. The Giants defense is one of the worst in the league. 14-point favorites are the Buffalo Bills. Red, what you got? I got, man, I got the Bills 31-17. Over. It's over. Yeah. I think it's worse, 40-16 to 16 personally. We got a 40-piece this week from the Buffalo It's Bills. just, it's hard for me to, you know, predict anybody score 40 but like dude that wouldn't shock me at all (laughs) it feels like there's like one game every week this year there's been this like this absolute just onslaught of points so i'm just there was one game i was like if there's one game it's got it i also thought about the chiefs broncos uh because that broncos even is terrible but the chiefs never cover so even though i got them covering by a lot i don't know how i feel about it but yeah 40 to 16 for me uh we'll see we'll see all right, let's get to this last pick, Red. This is your team. You start us off. Cowboys go out to Los Angeles to play those Chargers and Justin Herbie. Dallas, two-point favorites. What you got, Red? Give me your pick. I oh. just want to say forever, but not on Sunday. Man. Oh, man. Look, uh. like I said, bro, we're going to look at this pod in 10 years when – you're the you're the owner of Bugatti, just the brand Bugatti. <laughs> okay, I'm Bugatti's owner. All right, I like this. And I own three percent of the United States military. I don't know. But... Hey, we run it world. <laughs> ten, oh, damn it! it, it did it, it again. <laughs> in ten years, in ten years, you know what? Let's just start this takeover. Can, can you? All right. Just just, just, just just edit this one little bit out. Edit, All right. Rewind. Hey, by the way, it's on Monday, by the way. Oh, I got you. All right. Forever. But not on Sunday. It's Monday. Man. It's Monday. It's Monday. Not on Monday. <laughs> so, hey, I mean, not on Sunday either. So, but, but, hey, not on Monday. Um, You know. We're going to look back at this, and again, I'm just going to be just talking negative about my own team. <laughs> but absolute terrible pot for the Cowboys, man. <laughs> but, man, look, I said it. I'm not going to let my fandom give me bias, all right? And I want to pick Dallas to win this game, but they just – until that offense gets better, I, I just – I can't do it, man. Yeah. Like, I just – as a Cowboys fan, I do not have the confidence in that offense right now. And just – this is a – Kellen Moore revenge game mm. more than anything, in my opinion. Mm. He's out there like, yeah, maybe that text coast y'all got going on. <laughs> really isn't working. Maybe I shouldn't have been let go. At least that's what I think. No. But anyway, yeah, I just think that. You're strong on that one. And then and then you're out late in Van Der Esch, and Michael Parsons is going to play some snaps at off-the-ball linebacker, and it's just. You know, you you already got Trayvon Diggs out. Like that explosive defense. You know, you can't not be explosive if that's what you know what I mean. You can't. That can't be the type of defense you have, and you're not. You can't. You can't. (laughs) You can't have that type of defense and not 
have the big plays because that's yeah. the whole point of it is to you give and you bend a little bit, but you don't break. Yeah, you lose and, one of your biggest playmakers too with Trayvon out now. You know? Yeah, exactly. And that's like, you know, the goal for that defense is to let up, you know, 350 yards but get a strip sack and a pick six. Mm. And when you're not getting those turnovers, then you're just not a top 10 defense, and they haven't been. So I got the Chargers, man, 27-20. Wow, only 20 points. All right. Sadly, I am in agreement with you on the results. I think the Chargers win this one as well. It's the defense for me right now. I got to see this defense. Like, you you, you laid it out. I'm not going to reiterate. I got to see them make the changes they needed. Trayvon is going to be a bigger loss than we thought than people think the disrespect he's gotten over these years is ridiculous. He is an elite corner. Like I said earlier in the pod, it's going to be an impact on this defense. Like they, you lose your biggest playmaker. I don't know if they're going to be able to be this defense. Like we thought they could be for this whole season, not sold on the offense, but I do think they put up a enough points to win. Just not enough to win against the chargers this week. Yeah. And you know, we can end on this, but, like, I'm not saying the Cowboys are a bad team. Oh, it's just yeah. – and, you know, I'm I'm a little – I you know, I'm a little victim to the media hype. Like, I felt like this year more than anything, it's just, you know, we're betting on ourselves. Like, you don't get rid of a dude. Like we were saying, bro, they were 12-5. and five, And you get rid of your offensive coordinator, 12 and five, two years in a row with the best offense besides the chiefs. When they have Patrick Mahomes, like I just don't, you don't do that Mm. and start off three and two. Like, that's just not something that, you know what I mean? That's like Sean Payton saying, Oh, they had one of the worst coaching jobs in history. (laughs) Now you're one and five. (laughs) Yeah. He, he doesn't look like one of the worst coaching jobs in history, but, one of the worst I've seen in a while, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, you know, don't don't talk like that and get mad when people get mad that you're not backing it up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you hit it on the nail, man. This whole thing with the Cowboys was that they're going to be more efficient, blah, 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 blah. You Dak's not going to throw all these picks. But, but then you lose everything that would make the offense so special when you weren't, you know, you're not making big plays anymore, you know? Yeah, and then it's like, dude, you go 12-5 and five with Dak leading the league in picks. So, clearly something was working there. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, yeah. And so, anyway. Tough, hey. Man. I understand. Holding Forever. Score. Forever, man. Forever. What was that What was that score prediction again? 27-20. 27-20. I had 28-27 here. So, hey, hold strong with your team, brother. I'm doing the same thing. Hey. Hey, uh, hopefully, hopefully we're wrong, and they come out and wax the Chargers because that would be a Chargers thing to do. Brandon Staley, still don't believe in that guy. No. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Agree. All right, Red, that'll do it for us. Another great pod, my brother. Another great. Yes, pod. sir. Yes, sir. Hey. Yes, sir. Pound perspective, episode forty-two down. Thank you all who have listened or watched. You can hey, look, it. look, Red's movie pick of the week. Oh yeah, Real movie quick. pick. Yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, come on. Look. Anybody that's got Paramount Plus, okay. all right? There's a movie on there. It's a little bit of an old one, but phenomenal. It's called The Conversation. It was directed by Francis Ford Coppola. He did The Godfather and Apocalypse Now. He actually made this movie between The Godfather Part 1 and Part 2. So it's like a small budget. Um, Yeah, it's like a 
It's got Gene Hackman, Harrison Ford in it. Before Harrison Ford was Harrison Ford. So, bro, go check this movie out if you haven't. It's under two hours. Like, they just don't make them like they used to, man. Hey, hey, hey. A lot of these directors also have lost their, their fastball, man. What was it? Converse, the conversation? Wait, what? The, the, it's called The Conversation, right? That's the title. Oh, yeah, yeah. The conversation. I thought you meant like a new movie. I was like, no. well, my bad. <laughs> yeah. No, The Conversation. All right. I'm, I'm going to have to go watch that myself. Yeah, like Red said, that's his pick of the week. you got to go listen to it now if you're listening or watching as well as follow us on Nate Dog Sports and Nate Dog Productions on all social medias and you know, that's all YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of them, Twitter. So just go out there, follow, subscribe. I want to watch all this content because me and Red are the best at this, obviously, since, you know, I picked the Vikings to win the NFC uh, North. And uh, obviously, that's still going to happen. Red's on, Red's, on, Red's on a mission over here. Red's on a mission. He's, he's, he's opened the pod with it. He's closing with the, with the pod with it. But, yes, do all that. We thank you for listening and watching The Panel Perspective, episode 42. Presented by Nate Dog Sports. Have a great one. Thanks again for listening to The Pound Perspective, a breath of fresh sports. Oh.